Getting a great night's sleep is fantastic, and you can get that with a Sleep Number bed. The Sleep Number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. With optional Sleep IQ technology inside, it tracks your sleep and gives you personal insights. You see how life affects your sleep and how sleep affects your life. Sleep Number has been ranked highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power for two years in a row. And for J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. My Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score last night was 92. And there's never been a better time to visit a Sleep Number store. Save 50% on a limited edition bed during the Ultimate Sleep Number event. Plus, Queen C2 mattresses are now only $599.99. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one nearest you. Call 1-800-390-9100. Tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Now, you wrote a book called The Best Dream Book Ever. Tell me about your work in dream interpretation. Well, I may have told you the story before, but it started... Many years ago, when I first got involved in a study group, as you know, they have, uh, we have ecumenical study groups all over the country uh, studying Casey's uh, information on soul growth. And this group, I was the youngest member of this group. I was still a teenager, and they were in their 40s, and they always seemed so much wiser than me. And every six months, they would ask for a dream uh, as a group. They'd all write down the same question, a dream, and they'd go dream on it and then come back and share it with the group. And I had never heard of such a thing, and I didn't know if I could remember a dream and so I had some level of performance anxiety. But the question the group decided to work on is, what do I need to work on spiritually? So this is how my whole dream career began. So I wrote down the question, what do I need to work on spiritually? And the, the goal was to read it before you go to bed several times and then wake up and write down your dream. And I woke up the next morning, I couldn't remember a dream, and I was getting worried, you know, I'll be the only one in this group of 14, 15 people without a dream. So the next night, I read it over and over and over again, tucked it under my pillow, and this is the dream I had. I dreamed that I was in Egypt, and I had never been in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, ARE does ARE tours all over the world, so since then, I've been six times. But I was in Egypt, and I was with an ARE group of about 50 people, and I was coming out of the Great Pyramid at Giza. And when you come out of the pyramid, there's a great big Giza plateau. Uh, and just as I stepped out of the pyramid, somebody in the group said really loud, uh, by the way, uh, Jesus taught Kevin some dance steps, and Kevin wants to show them to you now. And I was kind of shocked, because I didn't know anything about dancing, and I didn't know anything about meeting Jesus. But all these people gather around, start sitting down by the uh, pyramid to watch me, and as I'm getting ready to do something, I think, you know, maybe I can come up with something. I want to be a team player. Somebody I didn't care for in ARE walked by and sat down and excused the language, but when I saw that person, I thought, oh, what an ass, and the person sat down and as soon as I thought that, I looked out, and there on the other edge of, edge of the desert was Jesus, and he thought back more than anything else you need to work on your thoughts. And I woke, woke up the next day blown away. I had written, what do I need to work on spiritually? And from the big guy himself, I got work on your thoughts. And from that day forward, I began working with dreams. And I have spoken on five continents, written three books, uh, interpreted thousands of dreams. So it just became a real love of mine. Does everybody dream every night? Everybody dreams every night. Uh, Our challenge in the Western world is we're not culturally predisposed to work with our dreams, but most of us have six dream cycles of about 15 minutes apiece. And even if we don't remember our dreams, they can be helpful. So 
let's say you go to bed anxious or frustrated or worried about mm-hmm. something, and you wake up and the next day you feel refreshed, Casey would say that the dreams have contrasted and correlated the events of the day and given us some kind of resolution. So uh, even not remembering them, they can be helpful, but right. when you remember them, they can be even more helpful. Lucid dreaming, clairvoyant dreams, a number of different kinds of dreams that are out there, and they each have their own importance, don't they, Kevin? Absolutely, and they come at various times in our life. We can get insights to a problem, health insights, uh, relationship guidance, insights into our finances, psychic experiences, visions, out-of-body experiences. Like you say, lucid dreaming, which is the phenomenon of knowing you're dreaming while you're dreaming and being able to change the content of it. I use my dreams to accomplish things, and uh, I'll just tell you a little technique of what I do. What, whatever I want to do or get done, uh, and let's assume that it's not happening as fast as I want or happening at all, I'll go to sleep and uh, think about that person who has that ability to make it happen with us or the, the event itself, and then I just go to bed. And I, th- I think that when I'm in my dream state or sleeping, memorize it or not, that it's working for me, that it's solving problems. And it seems like nine out of ten times, it seems to work. Absolutely. I think what happens is, uh, you know, we have different levels of our own consciousness. And so we have a conscious mind, a subconscious mind, and a superconscious mind. And the, the subconscious is what comes awake when we daydream or when our mind wanders. But the superconscious mind is actually our personal connection to the Akashic Records. And when we get into a, a sleep state, very often we tune into information that's there. We have a problem and we can solve it. And it, not only that, but, uh, you know, Edgar Casey got his information from the Akashic Records, which is actually our connection via the superconscious mind. And explain the Akashic Records. Sure. It's, it's basically a... Uh, the universe's database of all, everything that's ever transpired in the earth in terms of the past, but it also keeps track of probable futures. It, if, if George does this, this is the outcome. If George does that, that's the outcome. And sometimes when we sleep, we can tune into those possible futures. And so what very often happens is we go to sleep, and the next day we're going somewhere, and we think, wait a minute, I've already been to this place. Or we're having a conversation with someone, and we think, wait a minute, I've already had this conversation. And we have an experience we call deja vu, but what actually is happening is we're having fragmentary dream recall. We, we dreamed about it the day before, but because we don't re- write down our dreams, we don't remember that we dreamed it. But many experiences of deja vu are simply us tapping into the Akashic records of the future and getting insights into what's going on in our life. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.